there. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business Podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me here today. My name is Denise Alvarez, and before I jump into my recent takeaways from the NRHA Futurity, I will briefly introduce myself just in case we are new friends, and then we will jump in, all right? So as I said, my name is Denise Alvarez, and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get to help dream-chasing horse business owners to see clearly through the marketing overwhelm so they can make a customized and doable marketing plan to help turn your online audience into your customers. I do that through one-on-one coaching as well as website design and website content and Social Stride, my monthly coaching program. And I do each of those things, including this podcast, because I want to help you be out in the barn or in the arena or wherever it is that you love to do what you do with horses, right? And that is why here on the podcast, you can expect step-by-step strategies and mindset shifts and basic how-tos that will help you not only see what's possible for your horse business, but I'm here to guide you through that process to make it happen. And today on the podcast, that is exactly what I have for you. I have some key and pivotal takeaways from my recent trip to Oklahoma City for the National Reigning Horse Association Futurity. Now, just so that you know, of course, because this is a business and marketing podcast, I am not here to talk about writing or showing and takeaways in that way. You can always expect that if I am sharing takeaways from an equine event, it's because I am looking at it from a perspective of a business owner. I have you in mind when I'm sitting at these events. Yes, I'm learning and I am enjoying, but I'm always thinking about you and things that I see that I believe that you can take and learn and apply in your own business. So the things that I want to share with you today have nothing to do with writing and they have nothing to do with reigning. So whether you are in the English world or the Western world or some mix of the two or find yourself in the middle, what I have to share with you today is going to apply to your equine business, each and every one of you, I promise. All right, so let's dive in. So as I said, recently I went to the Futurity and to be honest, it was my first time at a reigning show and so I was definitely taking a lot in. But one of the things that I saw right off the bat, and I have seen this before when I watched them on TV, is the hooping and the hollering, right? And I know some of you, depending on what discipline you're in, you hear this a lot too. But at the reigning events, when there are certain maneuvers that are being completed and people are very impressed by them, or they have lots of family and friends that are cheering for them, you are going to hear lots of hooping and hollering. So my first takeaway for you as a business owner is that we all need that. We all need a cheerleader. We need a cheering section that is going to hoop and holler at the end of that launch, right? When you've launched a program and you're so excited, you need people in your life that are going to be excited with you and excited for you. When you launch that new website, when you sign a new client, when you sell your new product, out into the world. You need people that are going to be cheering for you. It's so important as an equine entrepreneur that you don't try to venture into this alone. 
I want you to early on, or if you've been in business a while, but you're like, Denise, I hear that, but I've, I haven't found that yet. I want you to be intentional to get out there and connect with fellow business owners, people that get what you are facing, because it is different when you own your own business, right? And then it's different when you're in different seasons of life. So maybe you can connect with somebody that's in a similar season or has similar goals. You don't even have to exactly be doing the same thing, right? If you happen to be friends or follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see that I shared, I was actually at the Futurity in large part, or actually 100% part, honestly, uh, to see my friend Lindsay, who is also a client. And if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you've met her. She was on earlier episodes, and she's actually going to jump on an episode again very soon. Um, she and her husband ha- are in the reigning business. They they breed and train horses. They have non-pros, and they coach. And so they were there at the show, and she's my, she's my person, right? She's my person that gets being in business. Um, and we're able to cheer for each other and it's invaluable. So let me just encourage you to not do this alone. If it feels like you're alone, find a community. Let me invite you into social stride. That's exactly what we're doing inside of my monthly coaching program. Yes, I'm there to educate you, give you the tools and templates that you need in your marketing, and then also to connect you with like-minded equine business owners who are doing the thing who are doing the work, who are chasing their dreams. And we all need that community. We all need a section of people that are cheering and that are going to hoop and holler when we do something that we're excited about or when we have a goal that we have passed. All the things, right, involved in business. We need that, okay? So my first takeaway is that we all need a cheering section. All right, my second takeaway from the show is that every person matters. And of course, you're going to say, yeah, Denise, of course, everybody matters. You know, we all have value. Okay, let's dive into this a little bit from a business perspective. Okay. Now, at the show, of course, you're going to see, um, especially at bigger shows, right? You see a big deal being made over the big names, so to speak. And I actually was able to attend the sale and that was quite an experience, right? Watching horses sell for $20,000, $50,000, more than $100,000. And if you're sitting on the sidelines, you might think that it's just those people that are able to buy the more expensive horses that matter, so to speak, right? As a business owner, you're thinking, oh man, if I just had that client that would spend that kind of money, or if I could spend that kind of money or work with people on that level, right? But here's the thing. For every $100,000 horse, there are horses that are much less expensive that are being ridden. Even at that same show, right? They have multiple shows going on. Even right there, you have hundreds of people who are riding horses, the everyday horse owner, right? And they are also keeping our equine industry going strong. And they're your customers, right? The everyday horse owner is most likely your customer. So as a business owner, my encouragement to you is to not get caught up in that, right? Not get caught up in the big names, not get caught up in the big numbers and thinking that that is the only thing that you need, that that's the only thing that's in your way of the success that you desire, right? Instead, you've heard me talk about this when it comes to social media, especially, right? I don't want you to be stuck on how many followers you have. 
I want you to think of each follower and each comment as a person because they are. And your business is going to be built on those relationships, on with people. And every person matters, whether they're buying that $100,000 horse or that custom saddle or the $500 boots or whatever the case may be, right? Every person matters regardless of the level that they're at. And so don't look at people as dollar signs. Look at people as people. So every follower is a person. Every inquiry that you get on your website, that person matters, right? Every Facebook message or Instagram direct message that you get, that individual matters to you and your business. As I was thinking about this, one of the stories that actually came to mind happened to be uh, about Casey Deary, who is one of the top NRHA writers. But the reason this came to mind is because I heard him on a podcast quite a long time ago, actually, sometime last year, I think. And he had shared that one of his current top customers, right, that's buying some of those high dollar horses, most likely, one of his current top customers actually originally came to him years ago for riding lessons. So before Casey was even at the level that he's at right now, he had brought his kids in for riding lessons and he heard Casey say that he was going to look at a particular horse and he asked if he could come along. So he went along and Casey wasn't thinking this guy was looking to buy. He was just thinking the guy was just riding along as a friend, right? But the guy actually ended up buying that horse, which what I don't remember the details. If you happen to be in the riding industry, I don't remember what the horse was. Okay. Um, but it was on Fapani's podcast, Andrea Fapani's podcast, where he interviewed him. And this particular guy ended up becoming a major customer in Casey's business that has helped to build the business that he has now. And so my point in saying that is, is don't judge a book by its cover, right? We hear that all the time. But even deeper than that, whether that guy ended up being a large customer or not, Casey was treating him as a person that matters from the get-go. And that was the foundation of their friendship. So I want you to remember that when you get that inquiry, when you meet somebody in person, and at first you may think, well, they're not really who I'm looking for. Take the time to get to know them because every person matters. Okay. All right. So that's our second takeaway. My third takeaway from the futurity is that we all, all equine entrepreneurs, every business owner, you all have a very unique view of success. It is not the same for everybody. Even though we often hear that's not the case, right? We often hear one thing that is success, right? Which is the income. 90% of the time as business owners, when we are marketed to, it's that idea that you can make a certain amount of money and that that is success. And here's the reason I came up with this takeaway, walking through what they call the super barn, where the top level writers and trainers and sponsors are located. It could be very easy to think that is the pinnacle of success, right? Lindsay and I actually had a conversation about this at the show because there are other trainers there that are, there are lots of trainers there, frankly, that are not as well known as some of the others, and it would be easy to think, well, they aren't as successful, right? And to think that being in the super barn, having the big banners, having the big setup, that that's the pinnacle of success. But that would be a mistake because success is unique and subjective to each person, to each of you that are listening, every business owner. It's not the same for everybody. 
I guarantee you that there's a person, that there's a trainer who brought a bunch of non-pros to that show for them to coach and maybe even one or two horses that they were going to show themselves. And they're doing exactly what they set out to do. They're loving their job. They're enjoying it. They're there with their family. And that's success for them because they're getting to do what they love to do. Wouldn't you say that's success, right? And so, so often, instead, success is defined by income level, especially in the business world. And I get it. Of course, as business owners, we have to make money. We are businesses and you are running a business. And I want you to have a sustainable business, which does require making an income. There's nothing wrong with that. However, if the only way you are measuring success is your level of income or your notoriety, then it's very possible that you're going to find yourself chasing after something that's really not going to be fulfilling. It's going to turn out to be not what you love to do if that's the only measure of success that you have. And even if you acquire that so-called success, you may very well be burned out, burning the candle at both ends on a long-term basis. Now, we all know equine entrepreneurs, we're going to do that sometimes, but on a long-term basis, you're going to burn out. You're going to suffer in your relationship with your friends and your families and even potentially still not be making a profit because you're chasing a number. So instead, my encouragement to you is to remember to start with what success looks like to you as a business owner. What kind of person do you want to be? What kind of leader do you want to be? What kind of business do you want to build? What kind of impact do you want to have? How do you want to spend your time? Those are all other ways that you can look at measuring success. And it's going to be unique and subjective to you. All right, I have one more takeaway for you. And that is that the right coach is invaluable. Now, again, at the show, right? Because these are takeaways from my time at the Futurity. So at the show, I was paying attention and watching on social media as well. And from the very top writers to the beginner level writers, there are people in their corners. They have coaches. Now, granted, you might be saying, Denise, really, do the really, really top writers have coaches right there with them? Okay, potentially not. When I was watching them in the warm-up, they kind of, they were in their zone, right? But again, on Fapani, Andrea Fapani's podcast, I love it because he is a trainer that talks to trainers. And so it's really an interesting inside look at things. And through that, I was introduced to Don Murphy, who they actually call the trainer of trainers and the reigned cow horse world, because the top level trainers and riders in that sport will bring him in to be another eye, somebody that they trust, right? A coach, because everybody from every level needs a coach. We need somebody from an outside perspective to help us to see what we can't. We cannot see everything as a business owner. There are going to be holes. There are going to be places where you need accountability. There are going to be places where you feel stuck and you need someone else to speak into that, where you're not sure what your next step is, or maybe they're going to give you a game plan so you know exactly what to do when you feel overwhelmed. That's what a coach can do for you. And riders of all levels, I mean, I've talked about how even up to the Olympic level, right? They have a coach because we all need one. So as a business owner, my friend, you need a coach. Over time, depending on where you're at in your business, 
I would highly invite you, and I'm not just saying this because I'm doing more coaching. I am receiving coaching myself, actually. I have a business coach, and it has been invaluable for me to have somebody where I can have those conversations with that's going to ask me the questions, oftentimes the questions I'm asking you all, and encourage me to spend time working not just on my business, but in my business, not just in, but on, right? You get what I'm saying? Not just working with clients, but really take time to strategize and focus on my business goals and where I want to go. What does success look like for me and how am I going to get there? That's what my coach is doing for me. So I encourage you, whatever level that looks like, to seek out a coach and see how that might be helpful to you. And make sure that you find somebody that, as we just talked about, lets you have your own view of success and helps you to work towards that. That's one of the things that I am loving about getting to do more coaching with equine businesses is that each person is working towards something different. And that's something we talk about in the very beginning. What are your goals for you personally and in your business? How can we get you closer to that, right? How can we get you to move in that direction more and more? So if my friend, that's something that interests you, but you're not really sure what coaching could look like, I would love to invite you into a clarity coaching call. So rather than signing up initially for a three-month program that I do have available to you, I know that for some of you listening, you're saying, I'm not sure if I need like a full-on program yet, but I would love to get on the phone and get some clarity about some things where I'm feeling stuck in my marketing. I would love to do that with you. So I have a 60-minute strategy session, and it's called a clarity coaching call. And in that, you can ask whatever you want related to your marketing and messaging strategy. And I promise to help you get clarity on that and give you an action plan to move forward. So I will tell you that as of the time of this recording, the first 10 clarity coaching calls that are booked in December, 2022 are going to save $50 on your clarity coaching call. So it is normally 197 at the time of this recording and you can save 50 bucks if you are one of the first 10 to sign up. I have already booked some. Um, so that's why I'm saying at the time of this recording. Now, of course, if you're listening to this after or if you're listening to this and the, those 10 calls have already been booked, I would still love to talk to you. The clarity coaching call is a service that I'm gonna continue to provide. And so you can head to stormlily.com clarity to get signed up. And if you have any questions about that, if you're not really sure what that looks like and coaching is new to you, I get it. Feel free to reach out. You can always email me, denise at stormlily.com or find me on social media or on my website. But either way, and whether you do it with myself or somebody else, can I just encourage you to seek out coaching as a part of your business strategy for 2023? I really believe that it has the potential to change the trajectory of your business, to have that person, especially as an equine entrepreneur who often feels like you're doing it alone. When you have that person in your corner, that person that will listen to you and then give you the coaching and the clarity that you need to move forward, it really is invaluable. Okay, friends, those are my four takeaways and I labeled them as pivotal in the title of this podcast because I truly do believe that if you sit with these for a few minutes and you really think about what does success look like to you, Who is in my corner? Who is cheering for me? And who can I be cheering for, right? And am I really looking at every inquiry, every lead as an individual that matters? If you really do those things and you also inquire about coaching and get somebody that'll help you make clarity, I really do believe these will be pivotal as you move into the coming year. 
Of course, always, if you have any questions, please just let me know. And if you have an equine business friend that you believe needs to hear this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you would share it with them. Now, I don't think I said this early on, but be sure to head to the show notes at stormlily.com slash 101 for episode 101, and I will have the highlights of these takeaways on there for you as well. All right, friends, I'm so grateful you were here. I hope you have an amazing day, and I'll see you on the podcast next time.